listen up. It's the number one voice of the tri-state. I'm number one. It, 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 it's, it's cooking, cooking up, up 2-1-5. So let the show begin. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth, and this is Cooking Up 215, where we get you up close and personal with your favorite artists, entrepreneurs, shakers, and move makers. And we got a major guest coming straight out the NY today. We got my man Chris Styles in the building. What up, boy? You know what I mean? For those who don't know, Chris Styles is the owner, creator, and host of Trapping Anonymous on uh, Breakbeat Media right now. Definitely a, 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 a super dope podcast, super dope show. You've been. You know, this ain't no overnight thing. You've been putting time into this. You mm-hmm. was doing this when podcasts just had audio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You come from the the, the great days. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. So it said that you know you got this idea, you know, in Colombia. Like you just out on vacation, you just came up with this idea for the show. Yeah, man. I mean, I was not to sound pretentious, but I was getting a massage, <laughs> right? And I feel like that was the like my phone wasn't on, mm-hmm. it was silent, mm-hmm. and it was just, it was peaceful. Right. And that's when I feel like my mind had the opportunity to think. Facts. And I always wanted to document things from my hood. I say, yo, I know somebody that went to jail. I know somebody that ran up 250000 I know mm. somebody that caught a attempt murder. These is million dollar stories. Facts. So if I have these stories, why don't we tell y'all story? The average person can't call CNN. Right. The average person can't call, you know what I mean, a platform that they really want to be on to tell their story. So I was like, why don't we give a voice to the voiceless? Mm. And so I was out there and I wanted it to be anonymous at first, right? Because right. I thought it was, I, I thought it was, I, I thought I didn't want to give up people. I didn't want them to actually out go themselves. to jail, right. and, you know, from, you know, snitching on yeah, themselves. on themselves on the show, right. You ain't want nobody to implicate themselves in some shit that could... Get them in trouble. Exactly. Right. So I'm like, all right, we. I, I know it's trapping because I, I. I know I. I want to get people trapping. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought of anonymously. And I'm like, ah, right, that don't really sound too good. And I was like, anonymous. And I said, oh shit, that's it. All right. in my head as I'm getting the massage. The whole thing came. Together. I got up. I. I, t- I called my best friend. I said, yo, I got this idea for a podcast. I ran it by him, and we're gonna talk to people anonymous. We're gonna distort their voice. Right. And you know, we just gonna have a conversation. And that's what happened. And it was supposed to only be four episodes. I said four episodes and then I'm done. Because yeah. I thought it was going to fail. So you got into it, wanting to do it, but also already thinking it was going to fail? Like yeah, how, how, that, how that thought even worked? Yeah, because it, it was something so new, something so fresh. I knew that I wanted to try. But listen, you got to be quick to fail, right? Yeah. When you, when you fail, the quicker you fail, the faster you learn. Faster you, yeah. So I, I'm, I come from that. Like, all right, yo, I think this drink going to fail. I don't know, but I won't know until I try. Until you try. Right? But also, that's me placing no expectations on it, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you place an expectation, you're controlled by the outcome. Yeah. And I ain't want the outcome to control me. I ain't, oh, fuck, I don't know. I ain't want that. I think that's why we all do it, though. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we all kind of, you know, be like, man, this might not work. Mm-hmm. It's so that you're not crushed yeah. When they don't go, when you tell them, it's going to do a million, and they mm-hmm. don't do a million, then you're sick. We all know that, yeah. that that Instagram post that we think is going to go off. And they <laughs> don't, don't go off. Don't nobody <laughs> like that shit. You be like, oh, damn, I thought I had one. You delete it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you don't care what it is, this shit, going, this shit, this shit ain't going to do This shit gonna do five likes, so then when they do ten, you in a win. It's a win. Everything is a win after that. Everything is profit. Yeah, so I, 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 thought, I, it was it. Going, I thought it was going to fail, so I said limited mm-hmm. series. We're going to do four episodes. I did the four, 
it exploded. Mm. It exploded. Everybody was like, this is genius, right? Yeah. He's like, yo, you got one. Mm-hmm. And after four, I was like, ah, I guess I got to keep going. I didn't really account for all this, but I had all the podcast equipment and studio. Yeah. I was right here in my mother's kitchen. Right, right. Your first episode was shot in the kitchen, right? That's right. That's crazy. And then look at us in the kitchen again. Still in the kitchen. Full circle. It's always a full circle moment. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, that's why, wild. you know, even seeing what you're doing here and, and, and seeing that ground root, that was part of it for me, too. It was just that's like, yo, that. I come from that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's, no, that's let's, like. let's make it do something. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I appreciate that, man. And you have food, you so. Down. Yeah. The food, man, I tell people every time, man. That's the that's the hook, line, and sinker, man. Yeah, yeah ain't too many hoes going to tell you no when you tell them you got food, right? You know what I mean? So it's like, you got food, inviting some black people. I'm a whole nigga. Niggas going to come. Yeah, Not nah, you. But you know, that's if you if you talking to a shorty, you <laughs> offer some food, she going to slide, bro. She's going right. to slide. So it's like, that just work for everybody, man. You feed them. Motherfuckers ain't saying no to no good meal. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you got them chefs that really putting it down. Mm-hmm. We be having motherfuckers in the... They be drooling. I be reading the comments. They be mm-hmm. like, yo, that shit look good. They be upset when niggas don't eat. Yeah. So the food do what it's supposed to do, but yeah. It's just like, just like, you know, same thing with you where you just wanted to give a voice to the voiceless. Yeah. That was my whole thing. It was wow. just like, man, we got... So many people in the city with so many stories. That's why I was infatuated with your joint too. Right, right. Because that's really my whole thing was just like, I know how many stories we really got that people would not even think is real. Like you couldn't fathom certain shit. So it'd be like, here's the opportunity to share your story. But you took it to a different level. You know what I mean? Where mine's is like, it's equated with sharing your story, but also having an upside and, you know, you're now working towards some type of success or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely love where yours is just straight about that story, just mm-hmm. really getting people in some crazy moments. And it's like, absolutely, I think that shit is just so dope, bro, just to Thank see how, how much shit really be going on that you would never know, <laughs> man. Yeah. It's some shit that you would never fathom be coming yeah. on there. Like... Yeah. I seen the joint where the mom tried to kill his son. Yeah. And the baby mom was trying to help and they she was trying to fight the baby mom. The baby mother. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Then like smart guy, his story with his mom. Yep, yep, yep. Yo, this Damn, shit be wild. It, Even the Philly shorty, the OBA shorty. I ain't never heard of her until <laughs> I seen that joint. I'm yeah. like, damn, this is dangerous joint. So you yeah. gotta be safe. Yeah. You gotta really mind your business out this joint. Watch what strip club you go to. Yeah, man. Um mm. It's so much to it, bro. It's so much to it. These is million dollar stories, bro. Mm-hmm. These is this this is stories that more more importantly is changing people's lives, not just the people that's hearing it, but the people that I'm interviewing. Right. Every time I do an interview, I get that call after the next day. Thank you. It's mm. Therapy. It's therapeutic. Yeah, to get to get it out like everybody. that. Everybody. It's, it's something right now that you wish you could get off your chest. You know what I mean? Right. And you have the opportunity to do it in front of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Thanks. You know what I mean? And sort of get that validation sometimes. Or sort of, maybe I'm not crazy. You know, I have mm. that full circle moment where you're just sitting there and you feel like you're inspiring somebody or determine somebody from the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So when you when you on that kind of stage, it does something to you. It's right. part of a healing process. And people come to me to get healed. Mm. And that's the process that we're in. And mm. I love it. Yeah, that's I'm passionate dope. about it. Right? Yeah. And when you follow your love, you'll always win. Mm. I don't need a dollar. I don't. If I don't never get paid for trapping anonymous, I'm gonna do it. Right. I love it. Speaking of your loves, you also have a love for the stage. Mm-hmm. That's what even probably even got you started with hosting. You know, trapping anonymous yeah, was sure. trapping all the parties and the events. Mm-hmm. 
you've hosted some major events. Yeah. Talking thousands of people. Yeah. And all of that. So you know, get it to it. You had Henny Palooza, Palooza, mm-hmm. Palooza, mm-hmm. you know, the R and B party. So I came up with this this this, this concept. Throw these parties and you, you know, you got, got your feet wet with the hosting. Yeah. No, but I was, I was actually through my fraternity. So Cap Alpha Psi. Cap of Styles, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere. But, um, yeah, so I was doing that with my, with one of my partners back, it was Noop at that time as well. Mm-hmm. Still a Noop, obviously. But, um, we sat down and I was like, oh, I want to do these events. I want to do this, that, and the third. We had a DJ and stuff like that. Right. It's like, how you do that thing on the mic there? He's like, oh, you know, here's the levels. You just come in, come out. You kind of fill out the crowd and this, that, and the third. I was like, I think I could do that. He's like, yeah, do it. And I did it, and he was, like, responding to me. Mm. So I'm like, oh, nah, I, th- I think I started, <laughs> I started liking it, right? It's, right. Like, it's like that power, like that. You feel like you're controlling the environment. Yeah. And so when I was doing that, I was just like, yo, I, everywhere I was going, I was just taking the mic. I didn't even know the DJ. Mm. I just go there, and I just take the mic. And they be like, yo, but then I'd be so nice. They like, got let you rock. rock. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's how my inception into hosting. Mm. You know what I mean? So it was just just doing that. And after that, it was like, I could do anything. Damn, that's wild. So you just started jumping on the mic. And next thing you know, you hosting your own events mm-hmm. in front of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. And then the crazy part, like you even hosted events for like Beyonce and mm-hmm. Jay-Z and shit mm-hmm. like that. That is wild. Yeah, no. Like, that's a crazy story. Like, niggas don't talk about how you hosted a party in a basement, Mm -hmm. and basement party turned to a stadium party, Mm -hmm. sold out Barclays parties. Crazy. That's vicious. To Beyonce, I need you to host one of my parties type joint. That is wild, bro. Yeah, no, 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 it is, man. Like, Like, that's crazy. It's where your passion could take you, man. It's just limitless, bro. Did you ever even, like, all right, cool. The hosting popping, even when you're doing the events, y'all Coney Island and all that shit. Mm. Did you see it turning into what it turned into? Like, where though you hosting these major events? Even landed on, what was you on, BET? Mm. Uh, what was that, Revolt and Title? Yeah, yeah, dog. The title was, um, title was through the podcast. Okay. You know, I had, I got that uh, deal with Title. That was right. the podcast on there. Yeah. Um, but, but they had you host like an event or hosting, you was on the carpet talking to. Artists or shit oh like that. yeah, that was um not not made in America. That was um they had a they had a concert. It right. was a, it was like a benefits concert and stuff like okay. that. Okay. So title was having so um obviously as one of their acts they put you up there. Put me on the carpet and now I gotta take the pictures. And, <laughs> you know, do all that stuff. You know, but that's heavy though, man. Yeah, that's heavy. yeah, yeah. But it's just like that that world ain't um I I'm not I. It, it's it's too enticing. Mm. It's it's a drug, bro. Mm. That world is it's not it's not healthy. You know what I'm saying? Damn. We don't come from those environments. Right. You know what I mean? I'm from Brooklyn, New York, bro. Like, I don't come from being on no red carpet. I don't come from being in Coachella hosting for Beyonce and Hove and doing all this, that, and the third. Like, I don't come from that. Right. So when you thrust it into such an environment, and there's so much dopamine going on. You so mm-hmm. high off that moment. You so high off that, you know what I mean? Right. Even the fact that it's just a talking point. Even even with this, it's like, yo, let's let's talk about that. It's like, yo, that that shit ain't nothing. Right. That's nothing because it wasn't really fulfilling. Mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't fulfilling to me. Right. You know, it was just another uh high to mm. get high on. You know right, what I mean? Right. right now, what we doing 
is we, we're not getting high no more. That's what I was able to do on drugs. This is what I'm able to do off of it. Mm, you know what I mean? Got you. So that stuff is just like... What made you? What made you reach that point though? Like, what? What was it? What was going on that that made you? You know, a lot of people chase this shit. A yeah. lot of people want to be the popular dude. A mm-hmm. lot of people want to be the one on center stage. A lot of people want to be in front of them cameras. Mm-hmm. They want to get them calls to yeah. do these type of things. And I feel like these days the aim is just to be in that life. If motherfuckers could be as broke as they is now, but they could get in those rooms or be a part of these situations and rub elbows with celebrities. They'll do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I don't even think people care about the money no more. It's really about fame and popularity. So what 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 happened that, that kinda made you have this realization like this is this this ain't really, you know, what we going for. Like this ain't it. Yeah, bro, I lost it all. Right? Mm. I lost it all. I I, I still I, I was there, I was doing all of that. I was I was at the height of my career and then it was gone. In an instant, you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you, when you lose, now you have to face the reality of life. Now you got to face the reality of your circumstances. Right. Now you can't no longer be defined by them viral moments. Right. Now you can't no longer be defined by being on that stage. Now you mm-hmm. got to close the door. Now you got to be alone. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when you're there, you get to meet yourself, not your character, not your at name. Mm-hmm. Not Chris Sounds, I got to meet Christopher. Right. And when I had to meet that man, that's what brought me to a true love, right? And that's the love of oneself. Mm. Not the love of the stage, not the love of the likes, the popularity. Right. It's the love of oneself. And just correcting all of the things in my life that I felt like I got high off of. Partying, drinking, mm-hmm. sex, women, going out, running. Right. Not running toward, but running from. Mm. You know, so right. now I got to sit down and it all came to me. I didn't have to run anymore. Mm. And here we are. It's my second chance. There you are. Yeah. Damn, that's wild. I don't think a lot of people even probably see it like that. But I definitely can imagine that feeling of going up from that peak. Like you said, it's a high. That's right. And then when you come down, it's like withdrawal because you can't even get right back to that high again. So then you got to really go through that and live in that you know, that realization, like, man, we're not up there no more. We're not doing it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, you can't be defined by your successes, right? Right. You can't get too high on your highs or too low on your lows. Mm. You can't. No, that's a fact. You know, because if you live in, in any one of those realms, man, it could just control you, bro. It could just control you. You can get stuck there. I need it. Now I got it. I need, I need this to, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, so once that stopped, stuck, it was just like, I got to really sit down and just... Do you mind me asking what, what what happened? Like what 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 do you feel like was the cause of the you losing it all or the fall or the change? Um, I I wrote a whole book about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, that's it, right. You do got yeah. uh, bloody and unbowed. Yeah, bloody but unbowed, which is yeah. one of my favorite quotes from uh, one of my favorite pieces in Victus. I wrote a whole book about it. It was just it was just me being careless, bro. It was just me being just living that life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I feel like that life came back to get me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if you do want to check out my story, I will have to plug my book. You know what I mean? You definitely plug that book because I was definitely (laughs) going to buy it for the research. I'm like, I don't read that fast. So I was like, but just to see that you had a book definitely had me ready to go check it out. I think you even did like some... 
you know, like a, a little documentary type vibe and everything like that mm -hmm. for people to check out. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. You bro. definitely got a story, man. It's just it's something for people, just period. Because I feel like you in that, or at least back then, you were in that space right there when people making that break in their life, you know what I mean? Or mm -hmm. they feel like they making that break, or they, mm -hmm. they doing those things that take them to that next level. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That in between that we really get to see of everybody. You know what I mean? You you Nine times out of 10, unless you know the person personally, or they from your town, you don't watch their whole rise. You just mm -hmm. see them once they get there. It's that little part where they making that transition between the hustle to this is real life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. You don't really get to know how they feel, yeah. what that feel like. That's, that's the reason I like tapping in with people because it's like a lot of people reaching for that. What does it feel like? Whether it's good or bad, because you got to know because it comes with it. So when somebody else is working and they working towards success, this might help them out to understand not to dwell on that shit so much because I'm sure a lot of people probably get lost in that that celebrity that, you know what I mean? Feeling like you him, you, you that. Yeah, bro. And now you wrapped up in that, not realizing that that shit don't last all the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you got to come back down. Mm -hmm. And that shit is where a lot of people lose themselves. They can't get back to reality. They can't, they don't know how to get back on the horse and go again. You know what I mean? Well, the truth is, bro, everybody's on your team when you rise up. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody is, yo, that's my boy. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember when he was doing this, this, that, and the third. And the moment you make it, you become a target. And that's something that you'll realize as you continue to ascend and get into that next level of what you guys are doing here. Right. You know, it might be, yeah, bro, we support you, we support you. And then when we can no longer reach you, when your phone, you can't answer the phone for them as much, mm -hmm. right? You become a target. And sometimes we, um, we take advantage of being that top dog, right? Maybe we should answer the phone sometimes. Mm. Maybe we should be a little bit kinder sometimes. Maybe we shouldn't be like, you know what, forget, make people feeling forgotten and stuff like that. Right. But the catch-22 is there's, nothing, there's not enough that you could do for another person to make them feel like, oh, I, I, I'm back with you, bro. We doing this together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what they want to feel. Yeah. And then it's the jealousy. It's the envy. So you got to deal with that, too. It's like, we want you to do good. It's just not better than us. Right. And once you start pulling up in the cars... Once you start getting the Rolexes, once you start getting the bust downs and shit like that, it's mm -hmm. like, nah, you're not one of us no more. Damn. How could we bring you down? Right. You know what I'm saying? And that'd be the whole aim. And that's how it happens. And, you know, sometimes when they shoot, it hit. Yeah. It hit. That's real. So, you had to deal with title. And then the crazy part, you know, you went from title, now you got this deal with breakbeat. Mm. You added video to the podcast. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so, and this is this is kind of recent. Like, you you know, your your thing with Breakbeat, probably like 2021, 2022. It's only 2023. So, you know, it's a fairly new relationship. How how is that? You know, being part of that network. Title or Breakbeat? Breakbeat. Well, before Breakbeat was title, so I had title. Yeah. I met a, I met a young lady that never introduced what she did to me. Right? Be careful when you meet people and they tell you, yo, bro, I got this opportunity. Yo, bro, yeah, I work for this person. Yeah, bro, I do this, I do that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You right. got to be careful of those people. They'll never help you. Mm. This girl, she never said what she did. We just had a great conversation. Mm -hmm. This down and third, yeah, I'll check you later, check you later. Six months later, she said, oh, yeah, you got, I got you a meeting with Title. I'm like, how do you know anybody at Title? Right. She's like, well, I work there. 
I said, well, you never told me you worked there. Said, Why do I have to tell you I worked the title? Right. I'm like, you're smart. So I come and I, I do it, and um, they loved it. They just loved the idea. They loved the concept. They loved everything. Right. They, they, I let, they let me keep my intellectual property. They let mm. me keep my actual episodes. They only made me uh, exclusive. I gave them exclusive access to the episodes for a year. And after that, I could get it back and re-rock, put it back out. Yeah. So it, it was a it was a deal that made sense. I'm a pretty good ne negotiator. You don't get what you worth. You get what you can negotiate. Thanks. And I got that opportunity, but it was because of that girl, and she 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 noticed me in that moment. And um, that was I feel like synonymous with my height moving up in the hosting. Mm -hmm. Synonymous. It was just together, parallel. Yeah. And it was going together. They was going together. The Duce Paloozas. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. So when I took that full, I lost everything. Not the deal, because that deal was already expired, mm. but I had to sort of start from zero again, right? Right. And um, uh, the owner of Breakbeat, I was actually the first podcast on Breakbeat. Oh, shit. The owner of Breakbeat had yeah. reached out to me. Uh, Dave Mays, and he's the owner of the. Uh, he he created the Source magazine. He was from the Source, right? Yeah, right. super dope. I didn't even know that till I started digging into your, your story. Yeah, I didn't know it either. And so when he's like, "Hey, I'm Dave Mays," you know, I, I I'm really interested in your story, and I love I love your podcast and this mm -hmm. and third. And I was just like, I don't know who like I didn't I wasn't familiar with like the hip hop yeah. history and stuff like that. Right. And so he had this idea, you know, and I, and I had just been so scarred from being in the industry that for me to now take on this new industry type thing, I'm like, one. yo, look, this is this is what I'm going through right now, bro. Yeah. I got a lot going on. I'm not really trying to do this. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's when he kind of said, you know, we, we, we gave it some thought. We gave it some time. Um, we still kind of, we want to go through with this. And um, when, he, when, he, when he told me that, I, it was... It was a rewarding moment for me mm. because, again, I said I was on my second chance and I felt like I felt worthless in that moment. I felt mm. like I felt so defined by my successes that when I didn't have it no more, I didn't feel like anything I did had value. Mm. So I'm sure he probably doesn't know that he was really breathing life into me again. Right, bringing you back up. So you might be talented at many different things. But you're supposed to only focus on one, right? Mm. When I was doing Trap Nines before, I was a host extraordinaire. I was all over the world. I was getting bookings, gigs. I was just, my mind wasn't where it needed to be. Mm -hmm. For these past two years, I got to just bring my attention and my focus to the podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm here today. Right. And it's not because of nobody else or what they invented or thought of. It's because of something that I created right. in Colombia, laying on that. Getting that massage, massage table. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a crazy story, too, to just tell people. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> getting a massage. That's crazy. Man, man. million dollar idea. Just yeah, ding. but you got you to, because you got to be, we're always busy. We're always doing something. We're on our phone. We're drinking, smoking, working, Facts. doing something. Yeah. How often are you doing nothing? Mm -hmm. Even when you're bored for five minutes, you want to pick up your phone. You, so you, you never give your mind that time to even think. You have to give your mind the ability to be bored. Mm. Be bored. Things yeah. come to your mind when you're bored. Things come to your mind when you're not doing nothing. When you're just coming up with thoughts and thoughts and you're going down your own rabbit hole in your head. People are not doing that anymore. 
And that was something that I realized I was doing. I was going down a rabbit hole in my own mind. Right. And I wasn't distracted by somebody's news feed, mm. what they was talking about, what they was doing, of something I didn't care about anyway. Right. So, yeah. Just, just, just you got to turn it off. it down your rabbit hole. You never know where you go. That's super dope, man. That's right. Super dope. Before we go to this break, so I wanted to get it to you. You wanted to be a cop originally, like when you was a young boy. You wanted to be a yeah, cop. My dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rest in peace, my dad, bro. Yeah, like my condolences as well. Thank you, man. Um, I wanted to be a cop because they had a gun. <laughs> right? Yeah. I wanted to be a cop because they had a gun. Um, Batman was my favorite uh, character. For real? Yeah. But That's dope. More importantly, I think I wanted to be a cop because it was a protector. Mm. And... Um, when I get these people's stories and they trust me with their stories and they trust me with putting it out to the world, I feel like a protector in a way. So I think that that role has never left me, right? You're still playing it, but in a different way. In a very different way. That's in a way that God intended me Facts. to play it. Facts. That's super dope, man. That's super dope. We're about to get into this food, though. You ready for this food? Bro, I thought we was going to have the food the whole time. I just, Listen, we about I didn't hear it. No, no, first time, we got me here talking. You didn't. We got to get deep. Deep into gotta... my demons and <laughs> deep into my, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready. Yeah, we got to open you up. Then we make you feel better with yeah. the food. You yeah, know what I mean? that's how we do it. But y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth. Chris Styles in the building. It's cooking at 2 and 5. We be right back. It's our favorite part of the show. That's your favorite. Yes, sir. Ah, chef. What you got cooking? You already know. You already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth, and it is my favorite part of the show. It's time to get into that food. We got Chef Q. Y'all know Chef Q, man. If you watch the show, you know Chef Q. Chef Q. Oh, and this is Chris Stiles, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Introduce so, you. How are you? Doing? How are you? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. fine today. So, so what you got for me and my man, Chris Stiles? All right, y'all. So today we took it down to the south, all right? So we got a fresh caramel crusted whiting po' boy with a chipotle ranch sauce. Mm. When I say you're going to get a little stuff, it's okay. It's still early in the day. Yeah. But you're you going to be fulfilled, okay? I ain't eat nothing today, too, so I'm about to, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, you're going to tear it up. I'm going to treat it a little bit. A little bit. I'm going to try to keep the food for y'all. It's okay, but that's how you spoke. Southern food, you got to treat it like that. It's you okay. Gotta go it ain't disrespectful. I, I could just act out one and get crazy on <laughs> too. So how you feel about the po' boy? Have you, have you ever had a po' boy? I had before? shrimp po' boy before. I, I That's a whiting. That's fish. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's the, oh, yeah, no, nah, I never had the, um, the, whiting the fish. Boy. The yeah. fish pole boy sound. It looks good. Yeah, that cornmeal I thought it was shrimp too. Yeah. yeah, that but that cornmeal crust on mm-hmm. there hit different. Why? Same. Why? Because the way the way I make my mix and my seasonings mm-hmm. is different, mm-hmm. and then I fry it delicately. So you still got that crisp, but it's not overly hard after mm. it's finished cooking. That's perfect, man. Do I warm it up a little bit? No, it's already there. It's good. So as soon as you take that first bite, I guarantee you probably gonna close your eyes. You're just gonna have to memorize real quick Mm -hmm. and take it in. Think about it for two (laughs) seconds. Listen, listen. Let them know. You know, let them know where to find you at. They can get themselves a pool boy and all that good stuff. All right, y'all. So y'all can follow me on Instagram at ChefQ underscore cutthroat. Come get you a pool boy. Let's feel, let's be fulfilled this week, okay? Yeah, you're looking at that sauce, right? I might need a little extra sauce on the side, y'all. I came here just for this. Mm -hmm. I don't care about no interview now. Look, there we go, man. Y'all already know who it is. Your boy Smooth, Chef Q. 
Chris Styles. Yeah, let's go. On. Back let's get to it. the show. Let's go. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth cooking up two and five. We stay here with my guy Chris Styles. We got this wonderful meal from Chef Q. You know, Q always come through. You know what I'm saying? So she she did a little something different for me. I love a good, you know, fish hoagie. It's a po' boy. So we're gonna dive into this joint. This is the time where we get to dig in and, you know, see what's up. You fucking them chips. Oh, you dropped right in them joint. <laughs> Bro, I came in from Brooklyn. Damn. But this. What kind of chips is these? I don't know. She made she made it by hand. Them drink well seasoned. When she made these, you know, she cut the potato. I ain't gonna lie, she would do some shit like that. <laughs> but damn, oh this that. I be smacking when really I eat too. Like shit. I don't wanna. I feel like I smack when I talk. I mm-hmm. like this little. I like be my mouth when be open and all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dig that man, get comfortable, baby. You know right, so here we, we had the there's the fish, the whiting, just so y'all can see. Yeah. Motherfucker look good. Tease, tease him a little it's bit. My, it's my YouTube voice. So you see <laughs> how wonderful that looks right there. Okay. So let's try this. You ever realize they, they bought the food and it's never bad? It's always like, oh my God. Like it's always so good? <laughs> oh, this is so good. I'm going to do it too, but I'm just like, it's never bad. I be telling people, keep it real, man. You got to keep that shit a bean. They do that ASMR. Mm. Mm. <laughs> wow. Mm. No, I don't know. She was like, mm-hmm. she fried, but it's not fried hard. Mm-hmm. And it's so flavorful. Everything easy to bite into. This bread, look at but the, the taste, on that it. But the taste, it really, the, the, the taste is profound. Mm. It really smashes. You got some little, the, the chipotle. Know, y'all know how I get. It get a little mm. messy, you know what I mean? Wow. I might get food in my beard. They know how I get down. A white and po' boy. You went crazy, Chef Q. That shit tastes good, too. A white and po' boy? Hold on. You can taste the pepper in it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. in there. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Q, if you love me, I need some uh, mm. some more of that uh, Chipotle mayo. Mm. I really just kind of want to dip it. Like, you know, you might just, let me let mm. me get some so I can just squeeze mm. it on the... On the board, so I could just... You know how they say podcast? I was going to start a food cast. Mm. I was going to start a food cast, but I'm just talking about different food and teasing people. This is what they put the YouTube here. <laughs> where I'm just teasing people. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I be feeling um, spoiled. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like every week, I really get to enjoy these mm. meals. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I really get a different type of... Joint A&E. It's really that messed up because you got all these people working for you and they ain't eating shit. They eat too. They eat good. They ain't got no food for they, my boys. They eat good. They do all the work. Mm-hmm. You just look pretty, fix your beard every two seconds. <laughs> and they get to watch you eat this food. Mm-mm. I ain't gonna lie. We had to shoot it if I was there. <laughs> <laughs> you had to come see me outside, bro, because there ain't no way. Bro, they eat good. That's the thing. They spoil you too. Okay, that's they know cool. that when this shit over, they what? Yeah, bro. They be busting that shit down. Yeah, bro. This right they here. They bust that shit crazy. down. This shit get over. Please believe. Especially Ben and Weed, they not gonna play. I'm they, they, they gonna yeah. get that shit. You want you want some more? I mean? I'm Gucci, but you said fuck all that. Good. Uh, I'm gonna hold y'all. That, that's that's spicy mayo doing one thing. Why we here again? This happens every time. I'm lost myself. It's like I get lost in the food mm, for two seconds. Mm, they know mm. I'll be back in a little bit. After mm-hmm. I, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, I gotta say, get that, John. Oh, let me get that. Oh, little chips. 
I'm about to just knock out after this, for real. Mm. That extra spicy mayo, that's the one. That's, mm. that's it. As you can see, I'm almost done. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. good shit, though. I like to attack it from both sides. And then we could work on the middle. You went ahead and tell me we should get this bread though, because I love some 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 the bread. You talking about right, the bread? Bro. You can't talk about stuff she didn't make. You gotta no. just talk about the stuff she made. Every, see, you already accented the fish, and I told her I could taste the seasonings. Mm -hmm. See, but a lot of people fuck up because they'll do all that, and then they get like a hard ass roll. You know, like I never understood why people like Primos. She made the bread. Though. They bread be hard as shit. She made it. She probably did make this bread. She got the yeast. Y'all gonna have to come get some of this cute bread. Q got that shit though. I be telling y'all. Stuff cute bread. She had the logo on it, but I ate that part first. <laughs> I had the name engraved on the side, but yeah, you know, man, what's going on, bro? What's going on? It's Chef Q juice. Uh huh? It's Chef Q everything right now. I'm uh, sold. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. What else is Chef Q? Is Chef Q Henny? Chef Q Henny. <laughs> Chef Q Grasses. Chef Q Boards. Word up. Chef Q the one. Now you but, put your foot in there. Yeah, that shit hit. So before we left off, you know what I'm saying? The last thing we talked about was... uh. this really more interview? Yeah, man. We, oh, we, we, uh, we gonna talk. This, this is where we get into the future. But before we tap all the way into the future, I want to talk about one thing because I feel like it wouldn't be right if I didn't give that opportunity to even talk about. Um, your dad had passed, mm -hmm. and I feel like it was at um very pivotal point in your life mm -hmm. when this happened. Mm -hmm. But it seemed like your relationship with your dad was like a real good one. You know, everybody don't have relationships with their parents, and it seemed like you and your dad really was tight. Like was 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 losing your father part of like you know that feeling that you feeling like you had lost it all or like was it did it play any roles in that in your life? Ask me about death now, man. I'm trying to. I ain't wanna, you know. I still want to be sincere, and I ain't wanna leave it and not, you know. We literally talked about your dad and we skimmed on it, but I feel like he's a major part of your life. So as much as you know, after this, we're going to definitely we're gonna get on the happy side. We're going to talk about the future, the millions and all that shit. But I feel like it's only right. So you asked me, do I feel like losing my dad? Did that happen at that point where you felt like you were losing everything? Like where like shit Yo, was going bad? At the start of every villain story is losing somebody that's all. a father. Mm. You're not gonna notice this until I say it, but like, look at every movie, bro. Like, mm -hmm. it's always like a tumultuous relationship with the father mm -hmm. that it just comes back to, and that's the importance of fathers in in the lives of kids and adults. That's a fact. So I felt like my father, and I put this in the book too. I felt like my father was the only super. I felt like my supervision was gone when mm. I lost my dad, so I didn't have to behave. You know? Right. I could party more. I could drink more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I could go out more. I could have more sex. I could right. I could just I could I don't I don't have to impress anybody. Yeah, anymore. you can act up now and there's nobody left to 
reprimand me. I to be straight for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to impress. I have to impress my dad. My dad was my number one fan. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So when I lost my dad, I felt like I just got deeper into the idea of who Chris Styles is, right? Mm -hmm. And not to who Christopher, the person, the, the actual, the man, mm -hmm. who he was supposed to be. So, right. So yeah, I, it, it didn't happen at the same time, but when he did pass, I just felt like, you know what? Like, um, my supervision was gone, bro. Right. My supervision was gone. That's important to have even a father's presence. Even if you say, oh, the man, he ain't doing this, he ain't doing it. The presence makes it a difference. Lot. Yeah, definitely makes a difference and it means a lot. Yeah, I just wanted to get into that. Because I could just tell, yeah, like, you know, like the relationship you have with your dad. So, yeah, for sure. And I always think that's a dope thing. Like, we should always shine a light on that. Like, you know, men don't get that. We always It's always the moms. <laughs> you know, when they go on stage, it's always like, my mom held me down. Like, mm -hmm. Nobody get that chance to talk about how their dad was always, you know, there for me. Like well, that's that. why I'm a, such a, I'm a, such a hands-on father, bro. Because mm -hmm. I know that importance. And that importance is just so deep mm -hmm. that my son needs to know that. Even adolescent years, grown-up years, toddler years, any, any year, like, he needs to know. Right. Daddy's here, bro, like, for real. Right. And I just feel like, too... Even when you had your son, that was like, you know, not shortly after losing your dad. Mm -hmm. In a span of understanding, we lived for a long time, so it mm -hmm. might have been a year or two. Mm -hmm. But that's like really like that. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be a little different, might be a little off for other people. Because me personally, I lost my grandma. So my grandma is like my mom. My mom is my mom, but my mom, we got like a brother-sister bond. So my grandma was more like my mom, you know, or we both looked at her as our mom. But... um. When I lost her, you know, I had a daughter, so it definitely like was like this thing of feeling like my grandma, my daughter, you know what I mean? They had something to do with each other where like, you know, she might be in there a little bit, a little something, but did you ever feel like that when having your son? That like, my father he, was did, in my did son? Did he bring that, that piece to you like as if your father was in your son? Mm-mm. Okay. I didn't understand my father until I had a son. Mm. Okay. I think becoming a father is when you really understand. I used to be a kid. I used to be like, why? That's How's my father like this? Why is he doing fat. that? Why is he? <laughs> he used to do this weird thing. He just, we would talk and he wouldn't talk. Talk back. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this dude is weird. <laughs> now I became a father. Now you get it. And sometimes they talk and I don't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> I said, ah, oh, I get it now, Dad. <laughs> That's funny. No, but you know, realistically... No, you, you 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 don't understand your father until you become a father. You don't understand your parents until you become a parent. Mm-hmm. All the shit that you used to get them shit about or think like was not good parenting or you felt like it was too much. Mm -hmm. And then you find yourself you still a little early on. Mm -hmm. Mine's is older. Mm -hmm. So I'm all, I'm all the way deep in. I'm I done crossed every bridge that he crossed and I understand why he crossed it. And it's just crazy, like eye opening. It's like now I gotta tell my kids, like you'll understand. At one, one day, point. yeah, one day, <laughs> one you'll day know. you'll get it. Cause my I father got it. was saying, he said, "Keep on living." This dude is weird. What are you talking? <laughs> you just say, "Keep on living," and that's it. Mm -hmm. And now, keep on living. Mm -hmm. That's dope. 
But beyond that, now to the happy stuff. How has it been with the podcast now? Having video, getting into these stories. Is it different than when you just was doing audio? Like, do you feel like people receive it differently? Like, I know that there's a true base for people who truly listen to podcasts. So you 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 know you with Breakbeat Media now. Yeah. You uh, added visual to the podcast. Yeah. How has that transition be? You know, been adding visual to the podcast. Yeah. You know, at first I thought it was impossible, right? I'm like, I'm I'm anonymously interviewing people, right? So like, I don't know how the heck I'm going to anonymously put it on camera. Then we thought to blur the face and put it in a dark dark room. Mm-hmm. And what what what, ha- what ended up happening was. It turned into, I used to have this uh, series called 100%, mm-hmm. where I didn't do anonymous um, interviews. Right. It was just showing people's face. So it, it, it transitioned from those sort of uh, dark voices to mm-hmm. now people just talking without, as part of my 100% series. Right. So when you look up Trapping Anonymous, you're probably going to see a lot of videos that aren't they have no anonymity. Like, it's just people's yeah, faces. It's no longer anonymous. It's no longer anonymous. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it just transitioned everything because you get to see people's body language, their disposition. You can see when they're vulnerable. You can see when they cry. They could, you could just see people, mm-hmm. right? And I think that, you know, we think that people are, like, slow. People are, like, stupid. Like, most people aren't stupid. Like, they can tell when someone's lying or when yeah. someone's sincere or when someone is really adamant about what they're saying and I mm-hmm. think that that really takes it to another level because it makes it more of a personal and interpersonal sort of experience. Facts. Facts. Definitely it adds a layer of um, authenticity to it to That's see right. that person and see how they explain these stories and tell these stories. You know what I'm saying? Definitely something that as much as audio was the thing that visual definitely just Caps it all off. You Thank really you could much. dive all the way into it. So. Thank you. Thank you. I like it. Even the, the like the black and white element that you do. Oh, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You just you dive all the way. You get full fully immersed in the you know trapping anonymous thing. Yeah. Like where it's like you, you could have did it color. It could have mm-hmm. been a nice area. Mm-hmm. It just got this feeling like you mm-hmm. sharing this mm-hmm. dark underworld story mm-hmm. with me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I see it, you know. Yeah, I, mean? I think I that was it. the purpose it. of it too, man. Facts. When, when you get to look at it in sort of like that grainy black and white, I think everybody looks better in black and white anyway. It's like cleaner, but <laughs> I, outside of that, it's just it, it just makes you feel like I don't know. It's a different vibe. It just mm-hmm. feels different. Feels different. So, what's the craziest story? Like out of all the wild ass stories that you've heard. What is the one that when people ask you, that's that one that come to mind. Is that one like, no, nah, this shit right here? This was the one that had me tossing and turning at night. Like, this is the one. You got to be careful with this sort of material. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it becomes you. It's like they say, you know, go to work and don't, don't take work home. Some of this shit so dark. It got to lose your you. mind. To just things that you would never think about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you got to be careful, bro. So I try to detox, you know, and just walk away from the material, bro, every now and then. Just so that I don't become yeah. it. 
Because it's inevitable. It. I'm like, yo, it's like, how can he hear these things? And then, like, you know, some of that shit, you got, it got to come into your dream. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some of this yeah. shit is deep. Yeah, man. I mean, everything from, you know, Felly getting stabbed 33 times, you know? And Crazy. That's the one I'm thinking about her, in my head. That's her, so wild you said that. boyfriend just upset that she wants to leave him. So he, so, so he just... Keeps stabbing her, stabbing her, and then goes into the room, sees kills her cousin, the cousin, kills her cousin, comes back, and continues to stab her, and she mm. survives. Cousin, rest in peace, but she survives, right? Mm-mm-mm. Or, you know, the son that's shot on the floor, bleeding out, and his mother comes and fights his wife as she's trying to tend to him on the floor. Stuff like that, bro, is just like, it's so dark to me. Yeah. Or the little girl that's raped, you mm. know? Hey, gang raped. Mm. Gang raped in a hallway. Nobody's there to help her. I ain't see that one. And they just all taking turns. Dang. Break her leg and send her back off. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's hard. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, this this stuff is... It, it, it gets dark, man. It that's gets it. dark. Definitely. And you got to just really be careful. You know, you see the, the extremes of people, fantasies. What happens when you follow pleasure too far? Mm. You're watching a slave chained up to the woman as, she's, as he sits on the floor and she just dominates over his life because pleasure is just going too far. Right. You know? Yeah. What happens when you just keep looking for that next thing, that next high? Right. When you when you keep on okaying it, when you keep on saying yes to your demons, when you keep saying yes to your demons, pleasure is a slippery slope. Like, have you like, was there at a? Did you ever get to a point where it really was like taking a toll on you? Where like, yo, this shit is, I gotta slow up, or like, you know, just like a feeling of having to figure out how to manage ingesting this, because you know, like your body is. Your body is responsive to the things that said what you say and what's said around you. So it's like I've seen myself even when I watch certain shows. Like I used to like uh, it's not even a crazy show. The fucking the Mayans, the Mayans joint. It's not the Mayans though. It was the one before that. You ever seen the Biker joint? Damn, I can't think of what the name of the shit was, but it's called the Mayans now. But it was once called something else, and I binged it. I watched it. It was a lot of seasons. And I felt the difference in myself, though. Like, me binge-watching something that had a lot of dark material in it, the feeling, the way I felt throughout the day, it was just different. Like, I couldn't wait until I was no longer thinking about it so that I could get my, my, my normal bounce back. You know what I mean? I was in the dark world for a while. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You ever was out about to riding with the guys, about to do something bad, maybe jump somebody, beat mm-hmm. somebody up? Or, or maybe going to a high-pressure situation, first thing you do is you put on that music. You put on that drill. You, you put on that, that bop so you can hear it so that when, when it's time to... It further pushes that move. It further pushes the move, right? Mm-hmm. So you think about it in that context, and then you think about it in the context of you listening to the certain songs throughout your day, and now you're a little bit more testy. Now you, you, feel, you, you almost feel bigger. When you listening to somebody talking about getting retaliation and revenge, sometimes you feel 
like, yeah, I want somebody to test me, like, just from listening to it. And you like, nice. these mu music is spells, right? The devil was the a choir director, mm. right? So he's going to put it into the music. Thanks. So it goes even deeper than that with Trapping Anonymous, right? Because what happens when the daughter of the father that was killed hits your phone and says, that's my father, take that video down. Mm. Or the grandmother, and that's her grandchild. And they give you a call and they say, I'm going to sue you right now if you don't take that video down. Damn. And she's crying. She's 18 years old and she's crying because they, they shielded her from the story. They didn't want to tell her the story because she was too young. Right. But the first time she's seen it because it's viral on TikTok. That's crazy. And now you're walking and you circling around the block trying to talk her off the ledge. Right. It's different. Yeah, that's different. It's different. And you could either be like, oh, I don't give a fuck, it's public, click. Right. Or you could sit there and have a conversation and be a human being. I care about my work. Facts. So I have to go above and beyond for my guests. Or you calling up the LMSW, you calling up the therapist, you calling up a psycho, somebody that a psychoanalyst that could sit there and help a psychiatrist that can help somebody deal with all of the trauma, you just help them unleash. Mm. You unleashed it for the views, right? Mm -hmm. You unleashed it for the views. And now they got to go back home with all of these demons that they suppressed for 20 years and didn't want to uncover. Now mm. what? There's a responsibility as a journalist. There's a responsibility as a reporter. You can't just ask these questions and just you, for the clicks mm -hmm. because it's good. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. There's a responsibility because there's something you uncovering now. Are you right. gonna be responsible for me? How you know I won't go off and off myself on the way home? At least it should be, because I don't. Everybody don't even operate like that. And I think that that be fucked up. That's why I don't be chasing every story. But I definitely think that we should be held accountable. Like we should understand the actual risk. That's right. So 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 what is it when you dealing with that? How you get yourself through that? I sit there and I talk to them, bro. I sit there and and I and I really let them express their grievances. I sit there and I, I maintain a relationship with my guests. Mm -hmm. I can I could call I could call anybody up right now. You know what I'm saying? I could call smart guy up right now. I could call, you know what I mean, Rico up right now. I could call him because there's a relationship. I don't just interview people. Right. I establish a relationship, right? I go to church. I pray to God mm. first. I get on my knees, bro. Right. I repent, bro. I ask that he guides me in the right way. That I'm not doing it for the wrong reasons, and that he could use this, these traumas to break and breakthroughs, so that people could transcend in their life mm -hmm. and have an opportunity that they would never have before. Mm. Before I read off those questions, I pray. Damn. I pray over them questions. I don't just ask them because right. it's a responsibility. That's crazy. That's real. That that, that was deep. Cause that shit, man, I don't know if people understand that shit. Just listening, yeah. and then to think like you got it, like you just said, like you gotta be there. Mm -hmm. You the bearer of that, like That's you right. gotta carry that. When they when they talk that, that shit, it's on you now, and that shit, that shit, wow. But I I can understand it where, where where it comes into service. Like I seen the the female who uh, you know with her, you know boyfriend or whatever stabbed her all them times and killed the cousin and all that. I see like she's pursuing you know her music career and anything like that. And who's to say, like, 
coming to you, being able to get that off her chest and being able to talk about it don't help. You know what I mean? She put that she put that same story on three other platforms before she came to me. Okay. So she was already telling her story. Three other platforms yeah. before she came to me. Mm. I never heard of nowhere else though. So you gotta you gotta do it, and that's why you, it's not just about putting it out there on a platform. It's about praying to God that He guides you to the right platform, right. so that you could tell that story, so that you could get that off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I, you know, I thank God for using me, right? Because bro, we gotta be, we gotta want to be used, bro. Facts. We gotta want to be used by God. Mm-hmm. I'm the chosen one. I'm the chosen one. Okay, what if the chosen one means you got to get beat up? What if being chosen means you got to lay down? Yep. What if chosen means you chosen to be the garbage man? Pick up the garbage. You mm-hmm. still want to be chosen? No, we want to be chosen for the good shit. We want to be chosen for the lights and the cameras and all that. Mm-hmm. So, man, she she put she told that story on multiple platforms. And when she came to me, you know what I mean? I have the right intentions. I have the vision. And it was able to do what it was able to do. You know right. what I mean? So... Bro, I don't know sometimes, bro. Sometimes it just helps. You, you, you don't know what it's going to do. You never know. You the can't predict you the said. viral you, moment. You tell God, man, just, you know, pray, point me in the right direction. Yeah, bro. And that's all I, All you can do is trust in it and do 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 what you feel is right. That's, that's it. Right. As long as you're leading in that, I feel like it's always going to go where it's supposed to go. I mean, you're doing yeah. it for the right reasons. Exactly. I got people calling my phone now for different deals. And I tell them, if God ain't involved, if God is not in it, I can't do it. Mm. No matter the bag, no matter the circumstance, no matter anything. I don't, it does, if, if God is not a part of it, I can't do it. Mm. That's thorough. So um, where do you see Trapping Anonymous going? Like, what, Trapping what is, Anonymous what is, is your the number one the podcast, future? bro. Mm. The number one podcast. Damn. The number one podcast right yeah. now. Look, right now, I like bro. that. I love it. Yeah, I love like, that for you. Right now, bro. You got me, got me blessing a little bit. That's right. That's right. And I ain't flinch. Yeah. And I ain't flinch. You know what I'm saying? And there's a reason behind that. Mm. Right? There's there's discernment. We've been ordained, bro. We've been ordained, bro. I'm on a mission. Mm. I'm on a mission. Ain't nobody doing it like me. Ain't nobody doing what I'm doing. True Crime is the number one watched podcast, period. Yeah. That's the number one topic that is watched on podcasting period mm-hmm. and we want to sit there and talk about fucking relationships and shit true crime is the number one podcast period yeah. how many black true crime podcasts do you know of don't really know any besides your joint that's why i say that you do it in the perfect way because i'm sure anybody probably hear that true crime is the number one joint i mean when i was talking to the network that's the first shit they talk about mm-hmm. it's how you know, you got these crime joints and how they pop off and how much, you know, they could potentially be worth. Mm-hmm. But it's like when it comes to our community, we don't like being able to do it, do shit where you can't bring a swag to it in a mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. But you've managed to find a way mm-hmm. where you could bring our shit. Because mm-hmm. it ain't even like we just chasing just some random Texas chainsaw shit. Mm-mm. We giving real niggas stories. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Out in the open. That dark, dark, crazy shit that you probably never thought had been giving it to you how I'm giving it to you. In your format. In your style. That's right. So it resonates with us. That's right. And I say, like, that's why your shit is so different. Why it hits with us. Period. Because, like, you know, we know them other ones out there, but we don't pay no mind. Bro, I say it like this, bro. I don't want to see Anderson Cooper come to the projects and talk to the homies about what it means to sell a pack. Right. I want somebody right. that speak the language. I want somebody that look like me. Mm-hmm. I want somebody to look like me. And that's why we got to employ each other. 
That's why we got to hold each other accountable. That's why we got to push each other in the right directions and not just doing the dumb shit. I want to post this. Oh, you had a fight. Let me just post this, this, that, and the third and go viral. Nah, man. Fuck viral. Mm-hmm. Fuck viral. How many lives are you changing? We're changing lives over here, bro. I mean that. People come to me bowling after the interview. Mm. Bowling. Because we changing lives. They can't get through the interview. Their stomach is turning from reliving their past. They, right. So they got to, before they, we got to take a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? It got to be done with the right intention. And I hold their hand and I pray with them right after. Mm. I pray with them right there. We're going to make it through this. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. So before we, you know, before we get through this, you know, me and you spoken and, you know, you've always said that you had a story. Yeah. And, you know, even when you talk about your conviction with God and just praying with them. Yeah, bro. Like, normally you got to go through some shit to become that type of person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So do you mind me asking you, like, what's something crazy or what turns you into who you are now? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even just to... Be telling other people's stories. Most likely you want to tell stories because you probably got some stories. You know what I mean? When yeah. you want to, you understood what you wanted and you want to provide that to others. That's normally how these things work. Right. We provide what we wish was provided for us. Right. What is it that you may have went through to push you to this point? Bro, it's like I said, you know, and I, I love the way that you, you keep flipping the same question. But, you know, I'm also a journalist. So I'm really, <laughs> I'm really good at what I do as well. Right. Uh, you know, listen, it's it, it's great loss, bro. It's great loss, bro. It's great loss. It's loss of friends. Okay. It's loss of money, funds, right? But more importantly, it's loss of self, mm-hmm. right? I told you. Right. I reached the highest of heights, bro. Yeah. And I lost it all because I lost myself, mm-hmm. right? And may, I may not be guilty of the things that niggas accuse me of, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, when I looked in the mirror, I was like, yo, I got to change. I got to fix up. I got to do all that. When I talk to them people in them chairs, I'm talking to myself. Right. I'm not talking to an addict. I'm not talking to, you know, somebody that just committed a body or somebody that just sold drugs. I'm talking to myself. Mm. When I ask them questions, I'm asking them of myself. Right? right? Because we all have things that we're ashamed of. We all have things that if I put it in front of the world right now, you will go hiding. Everybody. I don't care who you are. You right. understand what I'm saying? Right. But we want to sit there and choose the public figure mm-hmm. and point the finger and laugh and hide our hands. Right. But we don't want to sit there and take accountability and say, all right, this is how I fucked up and this is how I could be a better person. God, bro. God. Mm. That's why he used me in my life and my circumstances in my life. And he said, yo, I'm going to show this part and I'm going to show this part so that people know that I'm real. Because the shit that I bounce back from, mm-hmm. people don't bounce back from. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Right. The shit that I... God has to use the most extreme situations. It's, it's not going to be believable if he just do a little quick hat trick. Yeah. I got to see him bring somebody from the dead. I got to see him make the lame walk and make the blind see. That's mm-hmm. what's going to convince me. Mm-hmm. So... That's what it took. That's, That's what, what it takes. takes. That's crazy, man. I'm glad to see you where you at, man. Thank and you. I'm really excited to see how far you take it. You trailblazing right now. You you in a in a lane where, like you said, there's no others like us in that lane right mm-hmm. now. And I feel like you're doing it 
majorly. Because mm-hmm. I feel like us in, in our community as minorities, which you know, which is Spanish, Mexican, anybody, you know what I'm saying? As a whole, we go through some shit sometimes mm-hmm. and we quick to keep it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like your, 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 your podcast, your show is like that, that doorway that everybody could peek into to really see what the fuck really be going on sometimes. Yeah. Because people be thinking it's sweet sometimes. You know, a lot of people will tell you, oh, you guys complain and you're black and the life is this. And y'all don't know this shit get real. This shit could get dark. Yeah. And a lot of us been through dark shit and we don't tell nobody. <clears throat> this shit that nobody, you know what I mean? That nobody knows about everybody. Mm-hmm. And this shit is just a skim in the surface and it's crazy. Just, just that skim. Of the surface is ridiculous. They you know never, what I mean? They never divulge everything. Yeah, and, and even then, they talk, still got shit that they not even sharing. They're holding back. That is crazy. So it's just, it's eye opening, man. Yeah. And, and and hopefully, it, at the same time, it does show people the reality of the world we live in. So people don't find themselves in those same situations, right? Or anything like it. You right. know what I mean? Because that's that's what I think it is. It's just becoming aware of the capabilities of other people. Like, this shit is not a game all the time. No, it's not. You know what I mean? It's not a game at all. Yeah, for real, for real. So you could think, like, this shit is sweet. Man, that shit, it'll change like that. So you That's really right. got to keep your eyes open. So I really, you know, I commend you on that, man, just being a, a voice for the voiceless. Thank you, brother. You know what I mean? Thank you, man. It's super Thank dope, you. man. You And you really came such a long way. Yeah. Solo, dolo. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's no handouts. It's just really no. built up from the bottom and just keep working. Mm-hmm. Just showing, like... You, you pick something, and if you stay at it, you're going to win. You know what I mean? Wrong, and you got to really used to, stay at it. I used to want to be a part of the handouts. Mm. I used to want to be seen with the popular people. I used to be wanting to be mentioned with their names. Right. I used to be wanting to... I used to want that so bad, bro. Post a picture with some... Oh, yo, look who I'm with. Tagging them. Yo, post post that, bro. Like, you, I right. used to... I used to want that so bad, bro. Mm-hmm. And... Bro, trusting God not in man to whom there's no salvation, mm. right? No salvation in man. We want approval. We want the stamp. We want the RT. We want the repost from man, but we don't want that stamp from God. Mm. You'll never get to where you're trying to go. You'll never right. get there. I don't care if it's you got money. I don't care if you got fame, success. You'll never get to where you're trying to go. Until you get there with God. That was a bomb, bro. I I wish you didn't even have to tell them your Instagram right now. I just want to end it like that. End it. Cause that was them. that was real. Yeah, you gotta tell That me. was real. Drop it. Just we gonna put it, it we gonna put it in a joint. That's it. Chris Styles. It's your boy Smooth is cooking up two and five, man. That shit was real. Tap in. Let's go. Peace.